is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian, what do you say we start off with some my eyes? That sounds like an okay idea. Because I've been driving around. I've been seeing some stuff. Ian. I think, let's see. Have you bought a dash cam yet? I have not bought a dash cam, but I still need to. So I saw this today. An Audi RS7. Which, beautiful. Right. Uh, I, which I, I didn't like at first, but now I like the weird little hatchback, right? I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. It, it looks like some kind of fish, but I like it. Um, and so this individual has a license plate that says Waxwing. Yeah, what does yeah. that mean? I'm th- the only thing I could think of was Icarus flying too close to the sun. Oh, I, and so this this I I stopped. He's barely affording the lease payments. He's barely <laughs> affording the lease payments, and this license plate gets more true and true the longer he owns the car. <laughs> he or he or she, he or she, yeah, owns the car. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I thought that that way. Whoever has done that. If there's any way you hear this in, de- in you know, yeah, yeah, please get a hold of us because ha- hats off to you. I like sir. how you, put, you good job for putting that together because I would have been in that forever, right? Yeah, but that license plate gets more true every day, right? Especially right. like maybe it's like passed out, it's out oh, of warranty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And instead of renewing the warranty, they like went and got vanity plates that said wax. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, I think you're completely right. That's yeah. got to be what it is. Yeah, must be. I love it. I love it. Either that, or they have a uh, feather removal business for uh, vain birds. <laughs> That's right. If if uh, you urban chicken farming is now a thing. Yeah, and if you're concerned about their bikini lines. Yep. Right. Then that's maybe, what. That's that's yep. the person. That's the person you go see. They'll wax your wings for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. Today's or Greek one. mythology. The, those are the two <laughs> directions, the only two that make any sense. Welcome to our new game, chicken waxing or Greek mythology. <laughs> Today is contestant Ian. I'm sorry. It was both. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh-huh. something that I should just, we should just start calling this segment Shower thoughts. Okay. All right. I like that. Shower thoughts. With Ian. With Ian. Yeah. Let's call it getting wet with Ian. (laughs) 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 What? What? Did did I say something funny? No. No one's ever said that before. (laughs) Ever. 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 Okay. All right. Anyway. (laughs) I was thinking about... As I have been often these uh-huh. days. Yeah. My sob. Uh-huh. Yep. And I was thinking about I was I was kind of I was telling someone that like part of the tragedy of this whole situation is that like, you know, even though I still like that car, right, we don't actually end up using it for the thing that we bought it for. Right, right. Which cross was like country travel. Cross country, all weather travel. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point of that car. Mm-hmm. But we don't trust pe- it enough to to use it for that. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's not like a Jeep Wrangler that people daily drive when, you know, like they they buy the car for the 1% of the time they're rock crawling. Right. Right. It's I mean, it's a little bit different with the Saab. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we go up into the mountains. We yeah. go do, we, we drive home. We do all that sorts of stuff. It's a, a more amenable daily driver, you know, the, right. the, the purpose that it's for mm-hmm. versus how difficult it is to daily drive is certainly a, a right. lot more narrow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so right now it's just like an around town runabout. Right. Right. Um, which is not the reason we bought it. No. Um, and so it got me thinking about like the disparity between like the idea of that car. Right. Right. And the reality. Yes. Of that yes. car. Uh huh. And then for some reason, because this is shower thoughts. Yeah. Getting wet. Getting, getting wet with you. Uh huh. <laughs> because this is shower thoughts. I also started thinking about the other time that I kind of think about that disparity uh-huh. is uh, politics. Okay. And I realized okay. that my sob uh-huh. and the language used to describe it, depending on you know your perspective on it, yeah. is actually a pretty good allegory for U.S. politics. Okay. All right. This is kind of a yeah. long way to go for this. Yeah. You, you, and yeah. let me start off with a disclaimer of um, I'm an idiot, and these are just, this is based completely on my probably misguided thoughts about politics and and whatever else but there's it there's there's a good thing here i think yeah yeah maybe or yeah. this is a complete waste of whenever you have a half baked idea i i tell you to bring it into the blanket for it yeah well this is yeah. this is half baked quarter baked quarter baked yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we put the the uh <laughs> the chopstick in the middle and it and just it squirts <laughs> <laughs> it just squirts batter right into your eye yeah getting what with the end oh god all right so um, I don't know if you know this about me or not. I am slightly an argumentative person. <laughs> what? I may No no you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On occasion I like to uh, get into uh verbal scraps with people about about ideas and things and places and whatever. Yeah, you do. Um so a consequence of that is that and I'm not one of those people who like defriends people on Facebook over politics or whatever, you know. Um which is kind of in vogue right now. But I uh, so the consequence of that is I end up discussing, arguing, however you want to put it, right, with people all over the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And a pattern that I've noticed in my adult life, and I I don't know how far back this goes. I'm sure this at some point these two groups were swapped, but in general, and uh, this isn't Republicans and Democrats. This is sort of you know conservatives and more liberal types. Okay. So in general conservatives seem more concerned with the idea or uh or an ideal or a process okay and um the left seems to be more concerned with like outcome right reality on the ground yeah whatever right and it's actually like a really important dichotomy uh for uh for our system of government because like we have this tension always between um between like um like the healthcare debate is a really good example of this where the arguments that both sides were presenting were in two totally different conversations really right 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 where like the argument you would get on the right would be about size of government or these like kind of abstract things that this poli- that this policy was going to violate right but the arguments on the left that they were presenting were more about like, well, what does this actually mean for right. people? Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And to be to be clear, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to um, like 
downplay the importance of the arguments on the right by saying that they're not based in reality. That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. They're actually really, really important. And I'm actually kind of more drawn to those as a starting point. And then I'm like, well, what are the outcomes? And then kind of get dragged to the left typically. Right. But whatever. Tangents. Right. right. Um, but so it's just interesting to me that like you can kind of boil down cars in the same way. Like I would justify um, or the way that I would shop for a car uh-huh. is more thinking about the ideals right, and the right. idea of something. Than the practicality of daily life. Right. Okay. Whereas somebody else would approach it and be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> this is what it's actually going to mean for you. Right. And right. I'd be like, but nobody has one. Right. Right. Look at the number right. on the page. That, well, but the idea of right. the quantity of ownership uh-huh. and being at a different area on the automotive ownership bell curve mm-hmm. than everybody else. Right. 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 And, and like the statistics are what they are, but the idea that that is a deciding factor mm-hmm. versus parking it, like versus it starting every time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. So that's all. That's all I was. Was the my broken down family car is an allegory for uh the state of u.s politics where like if someone was talking about the practicality of my car and i was talking about why i bought it two totally different conversations right right we're not even talking the same language no you're not yeah that's 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 my uh that's my allegory i really like that i really like that Eh, i've had better (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i i i I like that the the principle behind like so I'm I'm trying to think of like well but the other thing too is that like nobody exists completely in one camp or right, the other right 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 because yeah. if you did right in either car purchasing right or governing you're fucking doing it wrong like right. it's not going to work out right like you have there has to be some give and take between those two poles right yeah and i think where you end on that continuum right right is is a good shorthand for for where you are uh either politically or with cars right so so can you think of like like the like the the bernie sanders version of a car and like the rand paul version of a car like the far left and far right right versions of a vehicle Right, I, so the the far like practical, yes, but yeah. I see, but I don't think that in that way that it 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 necessarily maps because I think I I don't think those two uh, are good examples because I think like typically I don't hear people that are like center left, right, or like Democrats, like right. typical Democrat voters. I've never once heard any anyone say the sentence you know what, I'd like to grow the size of government. Right. right? It's just right. not something that people think about. Right, but they're thinking... They're thinking Bernie Sanders is democratic socialist, though, so he right. does kind of think in those true, terms. True, true. So he does think... he is He's a uh, uh, an ideologue. Right, right. right? So I would put so all he's ideologues... Almost all, yes, there you go. Okay, okay. So the, yeah. the, the poll isn't really right-left right. as we think about it. Right. It's more ideologue versus pragmatist. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so what is the most ideologue car equivalent and the most pragmatic vehicle you can think of right so an ideologue car to me would be something like a um you know like a 12 cylinder mercedes Uh uh-huh out of warranty okay Um, wax wing yeah wax wing that's what we need to call those cars from now Uh, on that's the title of this episode by the way yeah wax wings wax wings 
uh, yeah. So wax or like a out of warranty Rolls Royce. Right. Yes. You know. There you go. That you're yeah. barely affording. Yes. That is. Yeah. You know, if you don't have unlimited resources. Right. That's an ideologue car. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or like uh or like the other uh, example that for the sports car world would be like, you know, basically a, a tube frame chassis that you're like under the radar have street legal uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> you know right. like a race car like yeah. a real legit race right, car that you right. somehow got plates for right because you're operating on the idea of the law right right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then like the practical side would be like well i just need a car so i'm just right. gonna buy a Yaris. Right, right. A, a Yaris. Or yeah. whatever. With the biggest extended warranty. Nope. Mitsubishi Mirage. Mitsubishi Mirage with the biggest extended warranty you could possibly find. Right. Right. Exactly. I like that. That's like what that. it is. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I want to put everything on a Cartesian plane, like when, when yeah. we talk about this kind of stuff. Right? Ideologue versus yeah. pragmatism. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go four quadrants. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like that, Ian. Automo- the automotive landscape is a bell curve. So it the, is the, a bell curve. The, what you have to do is so like I had uh, there. I used to be big into uh, reading the AV Club. Yeah, back yeah. in its heyday, back in like two thousand six, seven, eight time range. Oh time range. man, the good old days. Right before the internet died. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the writers there, I can't remember who it was, suggested that Peter Frampton. Was exactly yes. the middle point. Yes, of rock and roll. Of rock music. Yeah, he is the he is the measurement, the unit. Right, because yeah. one, so like, uh, like a zero zero Peter Framptons, it's neither good nor bad. Right, it right. just exists. Yep, yep, yeah. So you need to find the car. Yeah, that is the midpoint. Right. between that, between the like you know, out of warranty Rolls Royce right. versus uh, Mitsubishi Mirage, and then assign positive or negative units yes, of that car of that car yes we've talked about this kind of before but i think you, you're I, I think we're finally like really hitting it yeah um yeah so like obviously i'm thinking of a certified pre-owned camry um but i think that's pretty far towards the mirage side yeah i would say yeah you yeah. know because it's got to be it's got to be somewhat outrageous Right. But at least like a little like sprinkling out of outrageousness. Mm, like a Scion TC? Oh, mm. I, I think that's still I think that's still in the positive territory. Hmm. Positive mirages. Uh and uh like an E thirty six BMW? I think we're getting that's closer. Yeah, we like a M three. It's gotta be M three. M three? Four door M three. Four door M three. Right? There you sedan. go. Yeah, with an automatic transmission. No, come yep. on, no. Yep. Well, no, because I think the automatic yep. transmission is a that's a uh, a a reliability knock against it, right? Nope, that just exists. It just exists. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, I get. You. I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. No, I think that's a yeah. good. That's a, that might be a good starting point. We'll refine this. Yeah. We're not going. We're to. never going. We're to. not going to. But if you have thoughts about it, let us know. Yes. This has been Shower Thoughts. By hashtagging us, getting wet with Ian. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. I want everyone on the internet to hashtag you getting wet with Ian. Okay. Ian. Yes. So, you know Very how- Very excited <laughs> to talk tonight. You know Very how- Very excited. You know how when you're driving, 
mm-hmm. and you pull up to a stoplight and there's already people at the stoplight in we front of you. Yep, 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 yep. This is not what we're talking about there's, tonight. There's cars in front of you. This at is the not stoplight. what we're talking about. And you have to we were decide. Gonna talk, we left it on, we were going to talk about you driving my car. We, You have to decide which car is fa- is faster. Yeah. <laughs> which which one's going to I'll leave be, the, right stop, <laughs> the stoplight faster. Oh God, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> no. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> but the stoplight. Shut up! Stoplight. Talk about my car! <laughs> So when you pull up to the stoplight, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay. okay, all right, Ian. Sorry for peaking the levels. Let's let's Kept talk. Me in suspense. That was a real week. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. seven days in Ian. both podcast time and also real life time. Uh-huh. Okay. That you have refused to talk to me about this. I've kept I've kept you in suspense. Yeah, and you're gonna talk about some stoplight <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> we'll get back to stoplight nonsense later in the show. Okay, all right. Ian, let's talk about your car. Let's do that. Okay, so for those who don't know what we're what this is all about, Dave's Dave's car was yeah my old man Infinity was, sedan was leaking uh-huh. fluids, Hell, leaky bladder. Yep, like like ones known to do. Yeah, yeah. snot or uh-huh. something was yeah. coming out of it. Uh huh. Um. So while that was getting repaired, he was using my car while I was out of town. Uh huh. Um. And. Yes, there it is, pictured <laughs> in its natural habitat. On the back of a flatbed. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. So, so he was using my car, and he has refused to tell me about his... Um, his impressions of it. He did text me or he did on Twitter. I think he said that he already fixed one thing and didn't tell me what it was. <laughs> and it took me like a while to figure out that I had like one little piece of headliner that was hanging yeah. down from, it's just like a little flap from the, the whole, rear hatch. Yeah. The back strip. I, yeah. I guess there's probably like humidity and moisture that comes in there that degree degrades the adhesive. Yeah. And so I just happened to have sprayed. Adhesive. And that was new the, that it had fallen. It was like a little loose uh-huh. up until, couple of weeks ago okay okay and it, it like bloop. well you drive with your windows down a fair amount right and, and i think that was part of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i just happen to have spray adhesive because i'm a crafty motherfucker mm. and so i just i hit it with some spray adhesive so we'll see how long it holds it looks great okay thank nice. you i really do yeah. appreciate it. yeah that. no problem no problem although i was like it did make me realize like how many little things are wrong with my car because i was like Oh wait, was it no it wasn't that oh was it no it wasn't that oh man i didn't even think about that effect yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. All right. I should have said I I might have fixed one thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I really would have been. Then I would have been looking for things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um. So yes. Yeah, so so while while my car was in the shop, I drove yours. Thank you so much again for letting me borrow it. Um. But yeah, I, I don't think. I might as well daily drive a Ford Raptor and then <laughs> when it comes to getting in your car, just because it's such it's such a different experience. Yeah. Okay, so the thing that I want to talk more about, the thing that I want to talk about more than anything is when you pull up to, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> um, is, is, is you are really concerned. Like you are literally wringing your hands right now yeah, over concern about what I think about your car. Yeah. Well, because I don't know. I, I sometimes think that because I love that car. Yeah. No, I love I, it. as you should, as you should. And I sometimes think that that I have um, uh, automotive Stockholm sy- syndrome with it. You definitely do. You definitely that do. Like, that like I'm just so blinded by my devotion to this car uh-huh. 
that I don't see the flaws. Right. Um, yeah. And that I'm completely crazy for thinking that I can't replace it with anything newer. Right. That would provide the same level of, of interaction, visceral feel. Not even, it's not even a mount. It's not okay. an amount of, of feel or anything. It's that combination. It's just that it's different. A, yes. A different, a, another car would just simply be different. Right. And not necessarily lesser than or, or by definition different. It would be lesser than. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's just that I'm so familiar. That's what I don't know. I, I think maybe right. he's just so familiar with it. Like the the Focus. So I drove recently in the uh-huh. last year. We drove yeah. the Focus RS. Yes. And, yes. and I drove a Golf R. Right. Right. And both those cars are objectively way better than my car. Right. In every right. measurable. Right. Right. In every measurable way. Right. True. Every single one. Right. Um, And... They're better. They're better in very different ways, right? Than my car, right? But neither of them would get, would just tickle the exact same center in my brain that my car does. Yeah. So they think about it like um like uh Haagen-Dazs vanilla bean, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a really fucking good ice cream, yeah, right? Yeah. Like honestly, nothing that special about it. It's been around forever, mm-hmm. but. God damn it! If that isn't the go-to, right? I think I think by comparing my car to vanilla ice cream, <laughs> you're meaning to compliment it. So I'll, I'll we'll move on. <laughs> but I want I just want to know your your, yeah. your impressions of it because you've driven my car before. I have, but yeah. in kind of like more limited yeah. things, right? Yeah, you've never you haven't like lived with it, right? And I don't think I have driven it since you've done the coilovers. I think I drove it with the previous suspension setup. No, I don't think so. It's been really? there for a long time. Has it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember driving it down a street close to where I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when we were just goofing around one day. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right? It's been a long time since I've done that, though. Okay. So, um, so this driving your car is basically... A, <laughs> it, this show, I can't, I can't help it, but there's so there's oftentimes an excuse to talk about bicycles, uh-huh. and your car is definitely one of those instances where I feel it's actually appropriate to talk about bicycles. Because you're like, I should have, I should own a bicycle because I'm gonna have to ride one because this thing's gonna break. That that's true. <laughs> Might want to double up on the bikes, but <laughs> but so so if so. Let's talk about um, so for anybody who doesn't know, like I'm I'm sure you've probably seen in media like Olympic track cycling, right? Right. Uh, like on a velodrome, and and so those those uh, bicycles are very very specific types of bicycles. Mm-hmm. They're fixed gear. There's no freewheel. So if the bike's moving, um, you the pedals are moving. Right. Right. Um, and. Uh, you know, I'm sure a bunch of our listeners already know all this stuff. So and they're just, geared like crazy high, right? Yeah, they're, they're geared pretty high, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so just for anybody who doesn't know, typically, like, when you have, like, a road set up and you have two front rings, it, uh, uh, about the big ring that you have, and then something somewhat close to the little ring that you have on the back is what they're just, that's their only gearing option right and they they have no brakes whatsoever mm-hmm. um anything extraneous uh on on the bike would only get in the way of the the person being able to lay down the maximum amount of power 
right, right. To, to the track and to the velodrome. And so they're super aerodynamic, super light, super simple and super pared down. You know, people wear, you know, super, you know, the tr- time trial helmets and, you know, they, they care about every single little, you know, aerodynamic surface, yeah. right? And so it, it, it's a tool and it has its exact environment, mm-hmm. right? And so your car is, it, well, I, I, let me, let me kind of keep this going for a minute. So um, bicycle messengers, right? Bicycle messengers also have a long history of riding fixed gear bicycles, right. mainly out of complete simplicity, right? Less shit to break, yeah. less shit to go wrong when you're out. Um, you know, oftentimes when they're carrying, you know, giant packages, they don't always have a hand where they could grab a brake. So being able to backpedal right. is how they maneuver through traffic, right? Mm-hmm. And I've ridden a fixed gear for years. You now own it, yeah. right? But it, I had it set up fixed gear for a long time. And so you there's this interesting kind of feeling that you have when you ride a fixed gear bike where you, you feel really connected to the bicycle because you can't coast. You can't, right? right? And so... The slightest variation in power you're really sensitive to, um, you know, if you're on road tires like 23 centimeter tires, uh, 23 millimeter tires, you're you're paying close attention to the road surface, right, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it, it, to me, your car is like that messenger's fixed gear bicycle, right? Ultimately, it's at its at its best on a track, mm-hmm. right? But it was. Fucking nerve wracking driving that <laughs> on Denver streets. You can't text. No, you you can't text. You can't look away. You yeah. can't go. Oh, there's a, a another car. Mm-hmm. Like oh, a cool Audi. You can't do that. But, like the only way you can do that is by building up a base of familiarity right. and this spider web of roads that you know are safe where you don't really have to worry about the surface. Right. Right. So in your head, I'm sure you have this like this little spider web of where you're going to need to crab walk, where you can like check out for a little bit. Yeah. Right. All this stuff. Right. Yeah. And so, true. right. And so it, remember, none of these are knocks against the car. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think I'm just trying to describe like, you put me in your car for a day. This is the absolute closest parallel I can draw, right? Because I, I certainly believe it is a highly effective tool on the track because it really is. You hold your own at every track day we go to, mm-hmm. mainly because of your driving talent, but also your car handles really well. Yeah, it it's breaks very well. Forgiving. You've set yeah. it up well. You know, it, you mm-hmm. you do good work behind the wheel of that thing, right? Mm-hmm. But driving it on Denver city streets is. Jesus Christ, man. My yeah. asshole was puckered shut. I'm surprised I didn't suck the upholstery off of your seat, man. Yeah, they used to be cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, I was so nervous driving your car that I was going to bung it. Mainly because I, because it is so close to the ground, it is sl- so connected, but also I know how much you love that car. It, like let's say worst case scenario let's say i did crack your oil pan right yeah i i'd pay to have it repaired and we'd go on about our way right yeah. you know right no harm you know right um and i i fully assume that risk of something like that happening while i'm at the wheel right mm-hmm. by by taking the keys from your wife yeah you know and so it's just it's not like that like that urban city commuter bicycle with fenders for when it rains and like some plusher tires. Right. It is, it, you know, it is a hardened track tool 
that you've kind of bent into urban commuting every now and then. And and it it, it does it. It's not in its element. But there's but even when you're enjoy, even when you're when you have that car out of it, its element, it's still fun and you still feel really connected. I don't think you can say the same thing about other types of vehicles like a an off-road Jeep would mm-hmm. not feel fun on a city commute, right? right, right because right. it's it's suited for a certain thing and when it's out of that element, there's not really a whole lot of enjoyment other than like being higher than other people, you know, or like I could drive down a flight of stairs if I wanted to. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right? But I I think your car even though like it's it's nerve-wracking, you know, for some for the uninitiated, there it it does still offer some some enjoyment when it's out of its element and placed in a daily environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's funny is that, I mean, it's a hot, it's supposed to be a hatchback, right? It's supposed right. to be, yeah, it's supposed to be really good at like that stuff, but also kind of good on the track. Right. And I've kind of, I think I've ruined that initial part of it a little bit. You have. Although you have. I had, I had, you know, my pregnant wife and Nico in it today. Right. Right. And it does that stuff pretty well. <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. Well, it, it it will get you from point A to point B. It's certainly a lot easier if you're familiar with the terrain that you're, you know, or the route that you're taking. Right. You know, I'm like you can't you can't shut that kind of stuff off when you're at the wheel of your car. No. Like, you you can't like it's. But that's like, how driving should be. Well, it, it's how not necessarily. I think that like there's a there's a, a graduated like scale right of. Uh, and this is true in bicycles and cars in, in in a lot of stuff that we we do where like the the in our mind we have like the the uh, lowest common denominator of a thing that we would need to worry about right so in your car like a bump a hole a, a surface change something like that right, right. yeah you have that like that mm. gauge right and in my infinity that gauge is bigger right that lowest common yeah. denominator is bigger yeah right and so driving isn't supposed to be your car or my car driving is just driving right there's benefits to either one yours is better on the track mine you can sit in traffic for an hour that's true in perfect comfort mine is a little miserable in traffic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but when you get clear spaces it's fun it is yeah. right. Yeah, not yeah, right. And and these things aren't knocks against your car by any means. It's just it, it's, and I, I think that this is one of the kind of one of the key elements about our show is that we don't we don't shit on a lot of cars other than Nissan Rogues, um, but but like when a car is in in its right context or when we understand cars in context, then we get a lot more out of them. True. You know, and we have a lot more to talk about when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoy your car. I really like your car. I've told you that like that if you ever sold it, I would want to buy it. I wouldn't daily drive it. Well, no, that's not right. what it's for anymore. <laughs> right, right. I've ruined that part of it. Right. Well, but it, that's fine because right. it's the things that are important to me now are, you know, taking it up to the mountains and right, right. Um, having fun with it in the winter and having yeah. fun with it on the track. So, right, right. So it's. I think it's it's set up for that now. Right. Yeah. And and I think that it does speak to the versatility of the platform that it does so well. Yeah. Like if it was at its stock height and had some cushier tires. You would like that would be a no brainer, like commute mobile 7000. Like you could yeah. f- 
fucking haul just about anything, you know? Yeah. Then you slap a roof box on it. Jesus Christ. You right. know, what couldn't you do? Right. You know? The other thing that I'm I has been gnawing at the back of my mind after the last couple of track days is that uh-huh. like I think I'm and this is gonna this is like the 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 most like self compliment I can manage to give myself. But I think I am maybe beyond that car a little bit. Uh-huh. Like yeah. I think my I think mm-hmm. I can find the limits of that car. Yes. And to me that means it's time to move on. I th- yeah. I would I agree with that. I, I'm not um I don't know. Like I can just turn out super consistent laps yep. in that car. And, you certainly can. And I know the limits of it. Uh huh. I can find them and that's and it's, right. it's yeah. not hard. You can anymore. drive ten tenths in that car. Right. Consistently. So I, I kinda want a more of a challenge. Right. I was just gonna say the challenge of getting to that point is is gone. A little right? bit. Right. And there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. But Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's it's one of the best sounding exhausts. Exhaust noise ever. Are fun. Ever. Exhaust I love that exhaust fun. noise so much. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. It's it sounds so business. It's so mean and it's so business. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know. I I I love it. I love it. But um I it's about the context. It's right. about the context. Right. Yeah. So I have a gift. Okay. And a proclamation. Oh, okay. And my proclamation is like uh, a social media influencer who <laughs> who puts on some sort of terrible uh, you know, inspirational post every once in a while. Sure, sure. I'm not looking behind anymore. I'm look not looking back. Okay. Anymore. I'm only looking forward. Okay. All right. No, I'm not gonna get myself bogged down with the things that are behind me. <laughs> I'm only I looking. I might know I'm only looking forward. <laughs> mostly, mostly because I can't. Because. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this? This is. Your... I street park my car and someone hit my fucking mirror. Oh no! In the R32, yeah. someone hit your mirror. Yeah. This is not the first time this mirror's been hit, huh? No, and the casing is still. The housing is. Uh, I credit where it's due. Right. If that stuff holds up, you have breakaway. If somebody, mirror casing. if somebody like, um, you oh, know, man, spits. In right. the, near the car, <laughs> the electrical system just shuts down. But that <laughs> this uh, mirror housing has taken a fucking beating over the years, and finally the glass let go. And okay. okay, this is the largest chunk I could. Yeah. I could salvage. Oh man, that's too bad. Yeah. So another one's on the way. Okay. It's a heated thing, so of course it's seventy dollars for the glass. For the glass. Oh it's god, got a, it's got it's like a little a electrical heated, coil and yeah, thing it's in a it. Heated element. Oh wow. Does it work? Do the heated elements work? Nah, you know that hasn't for a long time, so it might be nice to have that again. But oh, okay, yeah. okay, huh? So oh man, I'm sorry. Somebody uh, dinged your car, man. Yeah. So how bad is how bad is the housing? Like, is, is it? It's got a little scrape on it That's from it. like it hitting scuff. the ground. No, or? it never fell off. Okay, what was holding it on? <clears throat> the, the wires for that? No, no, no. It this actually like peeled off. Okay. So like this is where the glue is. Uh-huh. The glue y- failed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it like when it snapped back in oh, place, it just like yeah. Plunk. Gotcha. Okay. So <laughs> that, that reminds me a, a long time ago, maybe like 15 ish years ago, we were, uh, 
We were taking a ride in. Oh, it was in uh, a guy I knew. I, a guy I used to work with. He had a Ford Explorer. He uh-huh. had the the Firestone yeah, generation, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Uh, Ford Explorer. And uh, we were taking a ride. Like we had all worked a late shift, so we were going to get like Sonic or some bullshit or uh, drive through. And he he put down his driver's side window and I said, "You know what I love about um, SUVs is that." Almost all of them have mirrors that completely fold back, uh-huh. and he like p- pulled the mirror back, and the whole fucking thing snapped off. <laughs> 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 fell on the ground. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, that, this is probably not supposed to happen." Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. 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 You know what I love? Yeah. And then he punched me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's hilarious. I know, I know the capabilities of this mirror. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So. To lighten it up, it does bring me to an FMK Cars. Okay. All right. This okay. one is entitled. <clears throat> oh, boy. This is the title <clears throat> you were working on. This for is so the long. title that I was working on. It's, okay. it's more of a short story than a title, <laughs> to be honest. All right. All right. Okay. This title is. If I need to run and pee, would I have time? Yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) This one is called Encino Dave. Okay. It is 10 years in the future. Uh huh. President Sentient Scientologist E Meter has consolidated power and outlawed all human driving. The last band of rebels has gathered in a remote compound to finish arguing with that one douche on the forum who keeps insisting his Camaro is faster than a Porsche around the Nordschleife, even though we all know that's total bullshit but also to plot our comeback. (laughs) While Dave is out among the normal people trying to trade sob clutch cables for coffee beans, we hatch a plan to bring driving back to the human race. We settled on an Encino Man situation, and you, Dave, Uh will be frozen with three cars. Okay, all right. When you awake in 50 years, Uh your instructions are to demonstrate what car culture and driving means by FMKing these three cars in front of what I can only assume is a confused yet slightly aroused populace. (laughs) I'm Brendan Fraser. You're Polly Shore in this. (laughs) End of title. That's really good. Do you need me to read it again? No. Are you sure? The, uh, anytime I need it, I'll just listen to it back on the tape. Okay. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's going to be my new ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it finish. <laughs> just In a beating. <laughs> like art yeah for a while mine was archer's uh ringtone remember that it was mulatto butts <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. okay yeah no that's that is the best title you've ever come up with Thank 133 you. episodes in you've hit gold done struck oil all right keep digging all right so so right. again, so you're yeah, gonna get, I'm gonna get three cars and I'm gonna FMK them in front of future society. And they have they have never known a, right. a world where humans drive cars. Right. And so you have to show them what driving is. You're gonna right. shape the new car culture. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. The first one, Infinity M45 drift sedan okay i i'm familiar with this obviously so obviously obviously you're gonna be something of a of an evangelical um uh, yeah it's by chris fosberg uh, yeah fosberg forsberg um you know you're gonna be a uh what, what do you call it when you go out 
You're, you're evangelist. You're going to be an evangelist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be an evangelist. And so this, you could take right. passengers and drift. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Show them this is what, this is what driving right. is all about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Alternatively. Okay. You will also have with you a Citroen DS. Okay. All right. It's kind of a future that could have been. Yeah. You're exactly right. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Very innovative. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I would go with the uh go with the later one with the 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 other headlights. This yeah. guy right here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I okay. like those headlights cuz okay. those are the ones that moved. Yep. Yep. Okay. And it looks like a fucking spaceship. Okay. Or or Morgan three-wheeler. Morgan three-wheeler. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So you're evangelizing driving yeah. to no, a no, no. native I, population. Yeah. Yeah. I I get this. I get this. I'm in, I'm into this. I'm into this. So I have <clears throat> All right, I've got it. I've got it, Ian. All right. So what I would do is I would F the Infinity Drift sedan. Okay. Okay. I would take a few people for a ride. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll just rotate people all day until that thing was just out of tires. Nice. Okay. You'll see where I'm going. All right. I would marry the Citroen DS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I would kill the Morgan three-wheeler, which uh-huh. hurts. But the most important thing out of all of this is not the FMK cars itself. Uh-huh. It's emphasizing that I had the choice. Oh. And imparting that cars, yep. cars are what you want them to be. Uh-huh. Right? And that the one of the best things about the automotive culture is how varied and wide it is. And each individual has their own choice and you never have to settle for just one thing. Right. Right. That, that would be my motivational speech at the end of the movie, like act three, just bringing it home, you know? Right. Right. It's not where I thought you were going to go with that. Right. But I like that. Yeah. Because expressing the importance of being able to have that, decision is what would i think truly impart wisdom on the people right right i like it i like it man thanks yeah my my reason for picking the three-wheeler yeah let me hear was that that it's essentially a single seat vehicle right like really you can't really you can get two people in it but it's not really comfortable um and that that car culture has this unique weird thing of it being a decidedly solo experience. Right. But we also have a shared experience of right, it. Right, right. Uh-huh. Especially like motorsport, that no. sort of thing. No, yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. Um, so the, choosing between taking people with you to right. drive enthusiastically or not. Right. And then, just, and then the middle, and then the Citroen of not driving enthusiastically whatsoever. Right, right, yeah. right. But, <clears throat> it, but I think that, yeah, which I, I completely understand what you're going for. Yeah. No, I I like that. I like that. In fact, I mean, 
if if sent into the future, it almost wouldn't matter what cars you sent me with. I mean, you know, but, to an extent, they can't all be Nissan Rogues because then everyone in the future would kill themselves and <laughs> the planet would just burn up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> It'd be like, wow, you guys from the past, you sucked. <laughs> you sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I dig that, man. That's a good one. Thank That's you. That's a really good one. Thank you. <laughs> Ian, yes. let's talk about something else. Let's talk about pleasant things because you've had some life changes happen, Ian. Yes. You've birthed another human into the world. Well, I didn't birth another human. Well, Someone you else had that. something to do with it, hopefully. Well, yes, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Why it's did been you a, look up and <clears throat> to the... It's been, a, <laughs> it's been a very, very busy yeah. few months for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I told Jenny, the way I put it was that... I feel like I've been spinning plates uh-huh. for like three or four months. Right. And the largest and most complicated one to keep spinning just started shitting and demanding a college fund. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Baby Gus, August. We're well, calling him Gus for short. Yeah. Welcome, August Jack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He is a chunky little guy and fortunately a pretty good sleeper so far. Um. I obviously am very excited and very exhausted. Yeah. Um he is he will be 3 weeks old tomorrow. Okay. All right. Um so I have had approximately 3 hours of sleep. Yeah. Since yeah. then. But I do want to tell a story about when yeah. I was in the hospital. Yeah. And Dave what? knows about this because I texted him immediately when it <laughs> happened. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up my uh, my thread. You start you start laying the exposition there, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Okay. So we we are in the hospital, and I think this was before Jenny uh, Jenny was in labor, but then we ended up in a C section. But so we were. She, we were kind of waiting around for the doctors to get their stuff together and the OR and everything else. Right. So we're just kind of chilling and waiting. And I was in a full conversation with my wife, like completely <laughs> locked in. Like we were both saying full sentences. Right. We were having a real adult conversation. Okay. And in the background, I hear this this announcement, which was no shit going through the entire hospital for about an hour after this, like for on like repeat. First of all, what hospital were you in that still uses overhead paging? Like that's as someone who works in healthcare, that's basically like an old timey, like there's probably still asbestos in that hospital. Well, you know what? I am so happy that they did. Okay. Because the, I it did give the world a, a, a second gift that day. I promise you this. the announcement through the hospital was, Will the owner of a gray Volkswagen please move their vehicle? License plate. P-H. And at this point, I'm like, no. No <laughs> fucking way. And I like, I completely, Jenny is still talking and I have, tuned her out completely yeah yeah because yeah. there's no way the person who's about to give birth to my child has anything important to say that could rival what's about to happen here oh oh fuck <laughs> e oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god t o n license plate p h a 
E-T-O-N. Move your vehicle. It is parked illegally and will be towed. That repeated, th- and I was just cracking up. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Right. And then right. you start thinking like through the scenarios. Right, right. You start painting the picture. For anyone who's um, a, a shit speller. Yeah. The license plate was Phaeton. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a gray Volkswagen Phaeton with the license plate Phaeton. Yeah. Unless it's a Jetta. Right, right. So that's option number one. Well, no, no, no. It's a gray Volkswagen Phaeton with the license plate Phaeton, unless it's not. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which is almost better. Right? right? I Any way you color that, mm-hmm. it t- it makes a pretty picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's the oh, it's the best. It is. And then I started thinking, like, the scenarios, there must be some plausible explanation, because the, the owner didn't run right out there and move it. <laughs> It, yeah, like they repeated this for it went on for like an hour. Here, let's let's replay our let's read our text thread. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh, I don't have it up. So. Oh, okay. Scroll back to April twelfth at nineteen forty-eight. Oh, so it was after it was after we were, uh, the baby was, which makes it worse that I was paying attention to this <laughs> instead of whatever was going out of the room, <laughs> which was clearly more important. Sorry, I mean it was April eighth. <laughs> I found it. I okay. Found it. Okay. All right. You read your parts, I'll read mine. Okay. Okay. I shit you not, the announcement through the whole hospital be, uh, being repeated for the last hour, and then, will the owner of the gray Volkswagen please remove their plate? Ha ha ha! Will they move it? Question mark. Can they move it? Question mark. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I like your next one, too. <laughs> well, but you, ha- you have a lot. Line, Ian, line. Oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but just what are the odds? <laughs> the Volkswagen Phaeton. It's the city's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I replied that the license plate only says Phaeton <laughs> because electrical failure wouldn't fit. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I said, Ian, I don't know if you thought of this yet. You had. But it's possible that it's actually just a Jetta. <laughs> Imagine a person getting a Phaeton sprung for the personalized plate but the car was such a dumpster fire but they got rid of it but they were too lazy to change the plate <laughs> so like it could have been on a chrysler sebring convertible yeah and i was i was a few steps ahead of you because yeah. i said oh i definitely considered that yeah i had yeah. many scenarios running through my head including that this maniac was working as an organ transplanter <laughs> or organ hu- transporter in a phaeton the hubris and they had the car outside because this is one of their usual stops so they had some spare parts stashed around the hospital and they were in a mad dash to collect them all before the car got towed right right and then i said have i mentioned there's a surprising amount of downtime with a newborn (laughs) (laughs) and so the the, so in hospitals i don't know if you've seen them uh there's a few different vendors for these but uh there's a one vendor called pixis Mm -hmm. and they make these uh scrub distribution vending machines so like you you badge it and you you pick your size of scrubs You get them like the old timey sandwich doors, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> I just picture like the the organ transplant guy running up to a Pixis machine, like badging it. <laughs> and just opening a fuse it. box. <laughs> just a fuse. <laughs> just badges it again, and he's like a math sensor. Yeah. yeah. He's got like 10 minutes to go on the heart that's in the cooler in his car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But he's inside getting coil packs. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
right? And it, he could have, and he could have just been. Why they? They? Yeah. yeah, they could have just been. I mean, I do think like the amount of hubris required, right, and idiocy required is probably a dude. One hundred percent a dude. Um, but they they probably. They could have also just broken down. Yeah, yeah, they could. That's that should just could be where they pushed it, right? When it was rolling to a stop. Yeah, and they're <laughs> down the street at the Seven Eleven, call on right. AAA. Right, right. And they, and Volkswagen Phaeton. Here's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My buddy Joe sent me a text uh, about an article that he saw where he, in which he learned that new Corvette owners, mm-hmm. they can, there's a $5,000 option where you can go to the factory and build the engine yourself. You know about this? I've heard about it. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so like, you know, they give you all the tools they right. walk through, you know, they help you, you know, do everything. That's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And like, I don't know. I kind of see the charm in it. If you have the extra money, like you built that engine, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right? it should be five thousand dollars off the cost of the see, car. That's that's the thing is that they're getting free labor out of you, right. right? I mean, not really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine me in a in a like factory setting. Like, it's going to be five thousand dollars worth of just of of workers' comp, and you that think- they're going to have to pay out. And you think you can somehow rickshaw your ankle into like you're gonna be you're gonna have like popsicle sticks and like one of Nico's Hot Wheels like <laughs> rolled into there. Your ankle's gonna look like Katamari Damase. Ian, yeah. Please, someone. I know Nick Lindy gets that joke. Best PlayStation Two game ever. Ian. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah. in this FMK cars, this one's called. Options, options, options. Okay. All right? All right. Ian, first up, I'll give you a Corvette, okay? Okay. You get to build the engine, but there are no manuals or guidance from the employees. Okay. So I have, got it, a rolling Corvette (laughs) chassis. Got it. And also, well, so it is an LS. The LS is a pretty simple engine, Mm -hmm. but- Right. Let's let's go ahead and say that the tools you have, right? If you pick up a torque wrench, it is set to the right torque. Okay. Okay. It's not up to you to to hit the right torques, but it is up to you to actually do all the assembly of the engine. No internet access. No, no internet access. No internet. A- <laughs> not even. I I should just give you the VW Vortex forums. I should just <laughs> firewall you off to that. I have. I build engine. I'm going to put quotes around build. <laughs> I okay. bet there's an LS engine build thread somewhere on VW Vortex. Probably. Probably I'm sure multiple, there is. right? Probably. I'm sure there is. Okay. Someone's put one into a Phaeton at some point. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's option one. Okay. Second, Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Okay. You get to make the clay model of the body. (laughs) (laughs) So for anybody who doesn't know, and people are still doing this, they uh, (laughs) manufacturers used to make full scale clay models of the, of their cars. Uh Um, You've been kind of kind to me here though. Tell them, tell them about this practice. Yeah. So they would do the, the, while I look for the clay model of the car to kind of, uh, to shape how the initial design would be. 
Uh-huh. Um, and then they would build the car off of that model, yep. essentially. Yeah, like BMW, Aston mm-hmm. Martin, a lot of people actually built the car from the clay model. Yeah. Right? So, in this, you get the the Challenger Hellcat. I mean, at least you got me something that basically looks like it was carved out of a block of cheese anyway. True. But with this, whatever you make out of clay, uh-huh. that is the body of your car. Of just my car or is that just everyone's? your car. Yeah, okay. Just I got your it. car. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Zero percent chance that it's going to be symmetrical. <laughs> I was just going to say symmetry. Not your friend. Not going to happen. <laughs> There's just gray hairs in it. <laughs> <laughs> there would be. There would be so many hair, so many hairs in it. And then just like an imprint from your boot. Oh from yeah, your, from your orthopedic boot. Uh huh. And then like uh, you'll be able to see the point at which I got bored. Yeah, there will be a definitive line where it's just <laughs> it's just an unfinished block of clay. Yep. <laughs> no, he was just on his phone from then on out. <laughs> Firing he, off some <laughs> sick tweets. <laughs> Said he wanted to go play soccer. Yeah. 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 Uh, Challenger Hellcat. I'm just pulling up a picture here. Okay. Hellcat. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Images. Images. Let's go to images, Ian. I I really like the Hellcat. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, all right. Clay model mm-hmm. Hellcat. Mm-hmm. You Corvette engine building. Yeah. Last, Ian, but not least, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a Jag. Mm-hmm. F type. Okay. All right. You, Ian. Mm-hmm. You are handed a big ass spool of wire. And you have to do the entire electrical system. <laughs> but, but, Ian, you actually get all of the documentation necessary uh-huh. and all of the wires that you would need. Okay. You just have to cut, strip, and, con- and join everything. Oh, okay. All right? Okay. But imagine the quantity of wire in there. Oh, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I would imagine. Now, can I, can I just say, like, figure out, like, <laughs> I don't need that feature. <laughs> I'll let you do that for like the seat heaters or some stuff like that, but yeah. you need to wire ABS sensors. You, oh yeah, of yeah, course. like the full engine wiring harness. Yeah, all the sensors, all of that, and the stereo. I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm not worried about being able to read a wiring diagram right. or terminate wires. Right. I have, however, seen. My cable management skills, and I'm gonna tell you, yeah, I have concerns. Okay, all right. Um, so that would be an issue. Um, cable management for anyone who has never had to deal with such things, yeah, is actually a pretty difficult, yeah, and I, I an impressive thing when people are good at it. I'm moderate at it, yeah, and I think my wor- I think my work to the normal person is good, but I am only moderate at it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done some server racks that are flawless, but yeah, I've seen better. But you were you were you were it was a stretch for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have done uh, server racks that are um, um, atrocious. <laughs> um, how you say atrocious? This is what you would be building right here. Right. This is the supercharged uh, V6 <clears throat> wiring harness. Oh, that's the actual one. This is the actual part. Yeah, nice. because I mean, you know, you just. Jaguar just packs one of these in the trunk when you get the car. They're like, <laughs> Here's you're going to need this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to m- 
So basically, I'm marrying or pardon me or effing one of the. Okay, I get it. Okay, um, I'm gonna crush the Corvette where okay. I build the engine because there's no way that goes well. Okay, and even if it did go well, that would almost be worse because it would be so unsettling. I it's would be. It's like the FMK cars where you gave me like where I did a whole brake job in five minutes and no extra parts. Right. That's just too fast. It's haunting. It would be. It, yeah. I would be waiting for something like if I drove out of there. Right. And it blew up on me immediately. I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Right. But if it didn't. Right. I yeah. would just be waiting for it, and I wouldn't be able to actually enjoy. Yeah. The Corvette. Right. Right. It would be it would be terrible. So I've got to kill that. Okay. I think for a day I'll drive the the Jag that okay. I do the, the, wiring the wiring for. Okay. Because I think it'll work. I think I would make I think, it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I could make it work. Yeah. I I think you would like you put on some music. You'd get in a solid groove, like Absolutely. punching down stuff into terminators. I and, would yeah. do it. It w- th- I, I think it would all be connected correctly. Yeah. I do not think there's any chance in hell it would be neatly installed. Right, right. Is right, the problem. Right. Which right. means there'd be like weird lumps in the carpet. Yeah, yeah. The seat wouldn't go where it needs to <laughs> right. go. The hood might not shut all the way. It, you know, something would something would stop working when I turn left. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to put on like the brights to do the horn. Right. <laughs> I mean I would have fitment issues. I yeah, think. Fitment. I don't know that I would. I don't no, think no, no. I would You're screw right. up you the brights in the horn. It. Right, but like the fitment issue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, yeah. the hood wouldn't quite close. Yeah. yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And I don't think I could deal with that. Right. Which means I'm going to marry a car that I have <laughs> styled. Um. Yeah. Which would not go well. I think it would go very well. See, and the the I want to ask you what you would do, but here's the thing: you would be good at all of these, <laughs> right? That's which why is I, annoying. That's why I made it for you. Yeah. <laughs> but there's none none of these would go particularly poorly for you. I don't think. I I think if anything, the the cor- what you said about the Corvette, I think is is really good, because I think I might I might install it, have it built, but then. In the back of my mind, like you were saying, it would be like that. Well, that went too well. Yeah, yeah. Or just even in like the waiting for something to go wrong and knowing, like, it's your fault if yep. it breaks. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> that there's no one to blame but yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 Ian. <laughs> yes, like Fantasy F1, you're better at all of these things than me, Dave. I get it. Ian. We all like Dave. Everyone <laughs> likes Dave. I don't know what episode that's from, but that's from a long time ago. Ian, you would nail the wiring. My ADD would probably get the best of me on the wiring. Yeah, I would do the wiring okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cable terminator from way back. Yeah, Ian, I dropped out of art school. I failed painting. Whatever. You would you would knock the clay thing out of the park. You would do a good job with that. I would do. I would it would look better than that, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If I don't, if I don't say so myself. Mm, so do I get to start? Do I start with the Challenger shape and then I'm modifying it, or I start with like a solid you block start of clay with a solid and I have block. to make something that looks like a Challenger? Yeah, you have to start with a solid brick. Yeah, a brick. Yeah, it goes so yeah. poorly. <laughs> I just picture you like with a hacksaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on fire somehow. <laughs> 
How did you light clay on fire? <laughs> you know, the clay didn't turn out so well, but this ice sculpture of a swan <laughs> so, somehow was compelled to do. Yeah, <laughs> they're all fantastic. people are in the other room, and they're like, "Is that a chainsaw?" <laughs>